So this is uh, Ethiopia Sharrow. Look at that for me. Do you remember those good old days when we could go and see people? Anyway, it's time to hand you over to Virtual Steve, who's going to walk you through this week's coffee, which is Ethiopian Sharrow. Thanks, Steve. So what I'm going to do this week is walk us through some pictures that Steve took on his holiday, because it was a holiday. He wasn't working when he was there, um, of Ethiopian Sharrow. So here we have the drying beds. This is the coffee that you're actually drinking that was drying uh, last year uh, when we bought it. And um, just because it's called a washing station doesn't mean that you can't do natural coffees there. And Sharo is primarily natural coffees. So the next picture is Israel, who is to the right, um, who is um, the one of the owners of uh, Kachansky. Now, Kachansky owns an awful lot of washing stations in Ethiopia um, and is very much self-made, coming from um, fairly humble beginnings to uh, exporting over 10% of all of Ethiopia's coffee now. Um, not all of it's specialty, but Israel's real passion lies in specialty coffee. On this next picture, what we can see is a few of the workers. Now, what do you do when you work on a washing station with natural coffees? Well, the important thing is to keep the coffee turning. So as you can see, it's on the raised beds, but it has to be turned regularly to make sure that it doesn't go mouldy, doesn't over-ferment um, and dries evenly. So these people here, their main job is to go along and keep that coffee turning um, as it goes. Here's a picture of me looking rather smug uh, next to all of the cherries um, and feeling very pleased about myself. And then the next picture here is a picture of me in Israel stood outside the sign. Um, as a coffee buyer, I'm a sucker for signs. I love a picture of a sign. And uh, as you can see on there, it says this is this is Sharrow. So um, now we're going to go to some other pictures. Um, this is... So on to some other pictures, this is Israel um, with uh, one of his farm managers, one of the mill managers that looks after the mill and makes sure everybody's uh, uh, looked after. Kind of picked this picture out because I just thought it was a real, real life one. And then uh, the next picture here, Israel, very proud of, of his coffee. Um, even this coffee, which is not on the raised beds, so he's not for the specialty market. Um, but when you have so much coffee to dry, you dry it wherever you can. And then this is the coffee going to bed here. So I'm going to hand you back to Steve now, uh, who's going to go through the tasting and tell you a little bit more about Israel and the whole setup there. Thanks, Virtual Steve. So when I do these videos about Israel, you may remember from Anasora um, and other coffees that we've bought uh, from, from Israel. Uh, I only ever talk about him, and there is a business partner who is uh, equally as involved, but um, Israel is the kind of driving force behind the specialty coffee part of the operation, and he's really uh, kind of promoting that side of it. Um, uh, the, the growth of the company has been phenomenal. Um, it's really, really, in, in the six years that I've known Israel, he's gone from having a handful of stations to over 60 now. Um, and uh, producing uh, over 10% of the coffee that's coming out of Ethiopia from those stations. Um, 
Israel has always been also been fairly uh, important in the direct contract system that's now in Ethiopia. So before you could only really buy from the commodity exchange. Um, and Israel has been fundamental in some of those changes, working with government ministers um, to really show showcase and highlight the amazing coffees of Ethiopia and making sure that they don't get lost um, along the way. And uh, I'm, a, I'm a very, very big fan of what he does. Um, this Sharo is um, super interesting. We should get into actually trying it. So let's, let's try tasting it. So like every natural, it's got a little bit of funk, but it's a little bit. It's a little bit like a kind of like cherry brandy kind of funk. It's not an in-your-face natural that some of the ones that you, you can get. I think it's a little bit more tamer than that. And a lot of that comes from dark chocolate notes in there as well which really kind of like pull it down and just give it that sweetness so it's not just crazy funk um, and that cherry brandy comes on the aftertaste as well it is really really delicious um, thank you for joining me uh, I'm sorry about the hair it's getting worse and worse um, and I'm sorry that this isn't some of my best work but I'm suffering a little bit at the minute I'm a little bit uh, flued up um, so uh, yeah my, my head is not as clear as it normally is. Thank you for joining me. It's, uh, I hope that you're all keeping safe in these difficult times. Um, and do remember, life is too short for bad coffee. And this shows you how addled my brain is at the moment. I can't think straight. Um, life is too short for bad coffee. But I wanted to send you out with this little video that I took at Sharo. Um, it was something that was done fairly spontaneously by the workers and it's kind of giving praise to the harvest, giving praise to uh, Israel and the whole team there. Um, and I just, I, I absolutely loved it and I hope that you love it too. So um, roll VT. <laughs> Oh, no.